Welcome to Day 7 of the Bible 365 Podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and hey, we are one week in. Only 51 more to go. (laughs) We're on an awesome journey reading through the entire Bible in one year, and I'm so glad to be doing this with you. Be sure to invite your family and friends and share it on social media. I'm really excited about what's taking place here. Today is day seven, and um, our reading is going to be from Genesis chapters 16, 17, and chapter 18, verses 1 through 15, Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 24, Psalm chapter 7, and Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. The translation that I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the One Year Bible. Let's go ahead and read. Genesis chapter 16. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said to Abram, Behold now, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Go into my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. So, After Abram had lived ten years in the land of Canaan, Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar the Egyptian, her servant, and gave her to Abram, her husband, as a wife. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. And Sarai said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, She looked on me with contempt. May the Lord judge between you and me. But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do to her as you please. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has listened to your affliction. He shall be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him, and he shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, You are a God of seeing. For she said, Truly here I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore the well was called Ber Laharoi, It lies between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bore Abram a son. And Abram called the name of his son, whom Hagar bore, Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. Genesis chapter 17. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless that I may make my covenant between me and you 
and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, as for you, You shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, whether born in your house or bought with your money from any foreigner who is not of your offspring, both he who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money shall surely be circumcised. So shall my covenant be in your flesh an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. And God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover, I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall become nations. Kings of people shall come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said to himself, Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? Shall Sarah who is ninety years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. God said, No, but Sarah your wife shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his offspring after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and multiply him greatly. He shall father twelve princes, and I will make him into a great nation. But I will establish my covenant with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this time next year. When he had finished talking with him, God went up from Abraham. Then Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all those born in his house are bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, And he circumcised the flesh of their foreskins that very day, as God had said to him. Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. That very day, Abraham and his son Ishmael were circumcised. And all the men of his house, those born in the house and those bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him.
Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 15. And the Lord appeared to him by the oaks of Mamre, as he sat at the door of his tent in the heat of the day. He lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing in front of him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the earth and said, O Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree while I bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh yourselves. And after that, you may pass on since you have come to your servant. So they said, do as you have said. And Abraham went quickly into the tent to Sarah and said, Quick, three seas of fine flour, knead it, and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to a young man who prepared it quickly. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them. And they stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, Where is Sarah your wife? And he said, She is in the tent. The Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah your wife shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in years. The way of women had ceased to be with Sarah. So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return to you, about this time next year, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. He said, No, but you did laugh. Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret? And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, 
neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So, if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Psalm chapter 7 O Lord my God, in you do I take refuge. Save me from all my pursuers and deliver me, lest like a lion they tear my soul apart, rending it in pieces with none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is wrong in my hands, if I have repaid my friend with evil or plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let him trample my life to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Selah. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up against the fury of my enemies. Awake for me. You have appointed a judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples be gathered about you. Over it return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is in me. Oh, let the evil of the wicked come to an end, and may you establish the righteous, you who test the minds and hearts. O righteous God, my shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day. If a man does not repent, God will wet his sword. He has bent and readied his bow. He has prepared for him his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He makes a pit, digging it out, and falls into the hole that he has made. His mischief returns upon his own head and on his own skull his violence descends. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver 
and search for it as for hidden treasures. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And God, I just thank you for this week. God, I thank you just for everyone who is just committed and who has taken the time to sit and hear and listen to your word. I pray, Lord, that you would just bless them, that you would move upon their life. I pray that you would continue just to unveil so many powerful things and mysteries from your word that maybe they've never noticed or saw before, never heard before. Father, I pray that you would just continue to whet their appetite where they hunger more and more and more to know you and to discover you. Father, I pray as they share with others the things that they're hearing, that they're learning, and that they're seeing about you, that it would just become so explosive on the inside of them, just the revelation of who you are. Father, I pray that they would experience the presence of your spirit. Thank you for your mercy, for your goodness, for salvation. Continue to reveal Jesus to us. And it's in that name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and talk about something here in Genesis chapter 16. And we're going to kind of zero in here today. And in Genesis 18, something is about to really start cooking up. We're going to see that tomorrow in our reading. But here in Genesis 16, you know, uh, Hagar wants her husband to be able to have a child. So she has this idea. And her idea was to take one of her servants and let Abram have her as a wife also. We don't see Abram arguing with her or saying, no, I would not dare do such a thing. So he agrees and acquiesces and takes Hagar and sleeps with her and she gets pregnant. Then when Hagar, who is the servant, is now pregnant, in a mocking way, she's kind of looking at you know Sarah with contempt. And so Sarah wasn't having that. So then she's furious with Abram as though it's his fault, her idea. And, you know, Abram, great guy, but did some just really foolish things, lying about his his wife out of fear, agreeing with Hagar over this. And so Hagar is now being mistreated by Sarah. And so she runs away out into the wilderness and it says here, though, that the angel of the Lord appeared to her. Now, I mentioned this, I think, yesterday, that we will see, you will see glimpses of Jesus throughout the book of Genesis. And, and most people believe that the angel of the Lord, that that's Jesus pre-incarnate. He has this conversation with her, and she calls him the God of seeing. So this is pretty profound. She says, you, so she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing. For she said, truly here I have seen him who looks after me. She's recognizing that God is looking after after her. Now, if this was just an angel like Gabriel or Michael, they would not receive this language from her. 
And I love this because she called him God of seeing. And this is a name, El Roi, which is one of the names of God, the God of seeing or the God who sees. And then she names this well, and I'm sure uh, I messed it up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure too. Bir Laharoa, which means well of the living one who sees me. I think about Jesus in We'll read this later when we get to the Gospel of John, but in John 7, 37, it says on the last day of the feast, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood up with a loud voice and cried out and said, if anyone is thirsty, let him come unto me and drink. And out of his belly would flow a river, rivers of living water. I wonder if when Jesus was saying that, if he had Hagar in his mind, right? Thousands of years before when he appeared to her and comforted this servant girl who behaved wrongly, you know, towards the one she was supposed to be a servant to, Sarai, and yet still here is God looking after her and she is recognizing that too. She's recognizing that. Truly here I have seen him who looks after me. How many times have you been in a wilderness situation and a place where maybe you couldn't, you thought you were alone, and yet the whole time he is there and he sees. He is the God who sees. He's El Roi. I want to just encourage you with that today, no matter where you might be, what you might be walking through. Maybe you've acted wrongly. Maybe you've uh, made a dumb decision. Maybe, you know, you've done something foolish, whatever. I want you to know this that you can call out to the Lord Jesus because he sees and he is a well. And I'm going to tell you that he has everything that you need. All right. Um, Look, I hope you've enjoyed today's reading and I hope you're enjoying these very simple commentaries um, or devotional, so to speak. That's all it's supposed to be. Um, Thank you for joining in. And please share this with a friend. If you listen on Apple Podcast, if you could consider giving it a review and maybe rating it, I'd really appreciate that. Have a great day, a blessed day, and I will see you tomorrow with day eight.